Paragimol Mishnah Zayin. The previous Mishnayos discussed how we rule in the event that a mourning period, such as the Shiva period or the Shloshim period, coincides with Yom Tiv. Our Mishnah discusses other customs and practices that are normally observed before and after burial, how these things are performed or whether they're performed at all if the burial occurs on Chalamoe. The first of those practices is the obligation to tear Kriya, to tear one's clothing. And originally, the obligation was to do it as soon as uh, one hears about the death of that close relative. Today, the practice is to perform the Kriya shortly before burial, after reciting the Bracha Baruch Dein Emes. There's a more intense version of the mitzvah that applies upon the loss of a parent, but there's a mitzvah to tear Kriya for the loss of other immediate relatives. Not only that, anyone who hears about the person's passing normally would have the right to partake, to also tear kriya, to express one's agony over the loss of this person. Another practice that we mentioned in the Mishnah is the practice of chaltzen, of bearing the shoulder, that as the mourners would expose the shoulder as they walked along with the funeral procession. This is no longer practiced today. The Mishnah also will mention the practice of the Sudas Havra, that for the first meal after the burial, the mourners cannot eat of their own food. Others have to provide them with food for that first mourner's meal. And it wasn't atypical for even non-mourners to participate, to join them in that meal, to comfort them. And finally, the mission will make reference to the practice of kefiyah samita, literally overturning the beds. In previous times, they would overturn all of the beds in the house. We don't practice that today, but we do to an extent, practice it in that mourners can't sit on a proper chair during Shiva. The Mishnah teaches in the event that the burial of a close relative occurs during Chalamoe, Halach is Ein Korin Velocholtsin Vein Mavrin Elakrov of Shalmes. Only ones who may participate in the practices of tearing one's garments over the mace, bearing the shoulder of the mace, and receiving the mourner's meal after the burial are the immediate relatives of the mace. Even though during the rest of the year, others are able to also participate in these practices, they do not, if it's chalamoed, and of course want to keep the amount of mourning to a minimum. The Mishnah adds, Ve'in ma'avrin ala mita zekufa. Regarding the mourner's meal, that is given to the mourners even during chalamoed, they sit on an upright couch, even the mourners sit on chairs in the regular way. The Mishnah mentioned some halachas that apply to the mourner's meal throughout the year. We do not deliver the food for the mourner's meal to the mourner's house, not in a fancy tray or silver bowl or an elaborate basket, but in very plain baskets. The reason is so as not to embarrass the poor who wouldn't be able to afford to provide the mourner's meal in such elaborate utensils. The Mishnah continues to discuss how certain morning practices were performed on Chalamoed. The Mishnah says, We do not recite the mourner's blessing on Chalamoed. This is a practice that uh, when the mourners would come from the burial to the streets, when they were given the mourner's meal, they would recite special mourner's blessing. We don't recite this anymore. Even in the time of the Mishnah, this would not be recited on Chalamoed. Avl Omdin Bashura Menachemin, we stand in a row to console the mourners 
So then the practice is for the comforters to file past the mourners and offer them condolences. Today the comforters form rows and the mourners pass through and they're comforted as they pass. So we do this on Chalamoid when the mourners are preceded from the burial place then immediately the attendees are released to go back home for as mentioned they don't need to recite the Birkas Avelim in this case where the burial occurred on Cholomoe.